0: This podcast is part of the Faking Fandom Media Network. Head to fakingstarwars.net slash podcasts for more hilarious shows about geek culture topics. Did you try going in the vents to see what's going on? I'm a little too big to be crawling around in the vents. Would you like to try? I'm going to need Faking Star Wars Radio. That's right, it's another fantastic episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. I'm your delightful host, Storm Duper, and we are here as the Boys with my co-host, Teeb Rontor, to discuss Episode 4 and 5 in a Kenobi Sandwich for your listening delight. Teeb, I am so happy to have you in the studio so that we can discuss this magnanimous entertainment um, property. How are you doing?
1: I would just like to apologize uh, to everybody. I um, I really lost my cool. I, I went a little too Kylo Ren there. Uh, I should have you know um, channeled my inner Anakin and had a little bit more more calm. Uh, yeah, no, I I believe that these two episodes uh, have redeemed uh, Darth Vader, and we can talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, I believe that once you realize, well, we we could talk about that. I don't want I don't want to give everything away
2: because well, it will just be like
1: that was a great episode. I don't need to listen to it now. Click.
0: So you're you're saying that you're trying to hold us in suspense uh, so that something will happen that we won't re won't have predicted from the first five minutes of the episode. Is that basically what you're saying? Yeah, so unlike I, I'm the,
1: whiteboarding in my mind.:
0: I see. So unlike the massive uh, obvious uh, character arc of Riva, the uh, grand inquisitress, um, you're actually going to do something surprising for us today. I can't wait. Yes. Great. well, um, before we get into it, Teeb, tell our fans about our t-shirt store at fsw fswmerch We' got some great sales going on, don't wait.
1: Yeah, we have some great uh, sales, some great faces. Uh, there's at least three amazing faces that you could be wearing on your chests. You could be walking around Galaxy's Edge, Batuu. Um, people might walk up to you and ask, how much whoopie whoopie would I need to get one of those amazing shirts? And you'll say, well, I'll just go over to uh, fakingstarwars.net and you'll uh, be able to figure out exactly how you can get this amazing shirt. And there's almost always a sale. Just just look for the sales. There's always sales. It's like we're, Tron.
0: We're giving this stuff away for almost free.
1: Almost free. I like that. That's yeah. uh technically accurate.
0: I know. It's amazing. <laughs> we're very generous here at faking Sales. Well Standards. we are
1: giving some away free. We're giving at least one free one to Daniel Logan. So Yep. As I, soon as he tells uh, us, I, the I happen address. to know who his attorney is. I actually know who his attorney is. I have actually purchased his attorney's book on uh, the, the deal commandments, the uh, the 10 commandments of uh, making a deal or, or something about commandments and deals and wheeling and dealing. And uh, it's actually, uh, yeah, I'm going to make it happen.
0: It's not Elon Musk, is it? He's not Daniel Logan's lawyer, lawyer, is it?
1: It is not Elon Musk, but I will give you a hint. Jerk
0: alert. It's not Johnny Cochran no if the if the if the bounty hunter helmet fits, you must acquit
1: no, I mean this is actual not fake news this is real not faking you know uh duel of the fakes this is a <laughs> a real thing, and I'm not gonna say who it is. I just gave a really good clue to anybody who grew up in the eighties. That's all I'm gonna say
0: brilliant teeb well, if you know you can get at Teeb at his twitter at T and he would probably love to engage with you on that. So, great. Yes. Well, um, Teeb, uh, give us your sardonic, witty summary of episodes four and five of Disney's, Marvel's, Lucasfilms, 20th Century Fox's, Star Wars's, Obi Wan Kenobi's.
1: Well, apparently, uh, evidently, uh, I have been finding out that these episodes are actually all tied back into the movies so for episode four you have to show leia being tortured by a horrible torture device and in episode five you have to show a big confrontation with uh vader and a big double cross and finding out that you know somebody uh was around to betray somebody and somebody thought was dead is actually not dead uh so with episode 4 really quick you get uh Obi-Wan is basically in a back to tank and it's it's not clear to me if he is actually connecting with Anakin with uh, Darth Vader well, um but you see them both um superimposed is that if that's the right term but you see them juxtaposed where it looks like they might actually be connecting kind of like Kylo Ren and Rey
0: it's I'm like that sure. last jedi montage force force connection thingy mabobber that ryan johnson invented
1: right and they both didn't have shirts on so you know mm-hmm. um, i guess that also it rhymes it is uh, poetry you know, it's in masculine that way. poetry. it is poetry there's also terrible poetry in the world though that's that's kind of my point but uh yeah so you you find out that uh again leia has been captured by uh riva And they're going to torture her for some reason because she's 10 years old and she obviously knows all the plans of the entire rebellion, which doesn't even exist yet, by the way. Uh, Like Leia would ever be any kind of asset to intelligence is laughable.
0: All of a sudden there's this thing called the Path, which we've never heard of before, that seems to be like this weird Jedi pseudo cult surrounding lore about the Jedi that... Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi never discuss in A New Hope or Empire Strikes Back. Yoda never mentions it. No one else seems to mention it in any of the uh, subsequent movies, but it is very important in this show.
1: Well, it's super super hush-hush, right? Also, this kind of bothered me, but Reva was not able to penetrate Leia's mind. That should have immediately indicated to her that she was Force-sensitive and there was more going on with her. And maybe not necessarily somebody you should be torturing, but maybe somebody you should actually be trying to woo in a sense. Like, I, you know, the, the carrot and the stick, I think she could have used a little bit more uh, carrot than, say, stick. But, you know, probably for me to tell Disney how to treat a 10-year-old, you she, know, they seem to really know what they're doing right now She could have based, bought her based like on their a, stocks.
0: She could have bought her like a Beanie Baby or something like that and been like, please tell me where all your path friends are so I can decapitate them.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she did fix her droid. That was very nice of her. She did fix her droid.
0: Oh wait, Teeb, I just thought of a wonderful tie-in from this episode into the Galaxy's Edge, or even like the um, the Galactic Hotel Star Wars monstrosity thing. They could have like Mm. a child torture station where, like, if your kid, if you want to get rid of your kid for a day while you're on the hotel, just like (laughs) send your kid into like the Reva torture room, and they like they take care of everything for you, you know?
1: So it's basically exactly like (laughs) Disney World is right now. I mean, they They, they shackle your your child to
0: a table and ridicule them. Them for for several hours until they break and uh and they yeah. come out of it well behaved and force sensitive
1: that's great actually i mean i'm all for you know torturing kids that's that's wonderful yeah you know? i mean that's how they learn how else are they gonna learn honestly
0: agreed agreed yeah apparently disney's down for child torture so um They're, yeah it was a weird episode. Um, let's let's uh, let's uh, move to the next episode too, because I, I mean, just kind of discuss these together because they really flow one into the other. Um, but but I, I do want to mention before we get into the the next episode, there was one small thing that we need to talk about from Twitter. Um, oh, it was furnished to me by um, you know a one of our Faking Star Wars associates uh, at Laird Geek. On Twitter, uh, oh, he's he, the toy guy. Yeah, he did some reconnaissance. He's been on the podcast before, and he did a little yes. reconnaissance. Yes. And he f- he uh, he found out, you know, found these two images of the um, Castle inquisitorious Rex or whatever the the heck it's called. And I posted this because I thought it was fairly glaringly obvious that this was poor production value. One is like a picture of this uh, temple and it's it's let let's say it's in um let's say it's more of a uh, uh what do you call the triangle where it's like 90 45 45 is that isosceles or obtuse or acute isosceles I
1: believe it's acute now, I think, isosceles I, I
0: think isosceles is the right term so it's more of an isosceles okay. shaped triangle with these two obvious pr- projections um, on the top of it and then in the other image it's more of a very narrow acute angled fortress Um, With nothing on top of it, it's just a flat-topped temple, and I, I don't see a way in which these are the same building. Like I've looked at it a million ways, a million times, and I just think that this was a poor render by Disney. I think it was just poor. So you're talking about? Are you talking about Darth Vader's castle? No, this is the castle of in the ocean. Um, okay, and, this and is I, the
1: underwater base.
0: Yeah, and I, I just wanted to say, you know, I posted this and I you know I drew attention to it, and we have a we have a adoring fan out there, um, whose name I am I'm, I'm not making this up. Their name is Top Guam Maverick at Ghost underscore Wubbers. So I'm not sure if they have roticism or something, um, but this person who is ungendered uh, said to me. <laughs> me when I don't understand how lenses and camera angles work Um, and I asked him uh, or her or it uh, to enlighten us how lenses add a pointed tip to a freestanding structure, I would love to hear that. And the replies were just simply a uh, ridicule and questioning my intelligence. And I just wanted to put it out there for you uh, because, I mean, apparently, Top Guam Maverick is the only person who doesn't realize that I wrote the scripts to every original uh, Star Wars film and that I have a degree in film cinematography and I've. I've created some of the lenses that were even used in the Star Wars saga. Um, so what is it about Top Guam Maverick that makes this person so completely ignorant and stupid, T? You? What's your theory?
1: Well, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, I believe it's Abu Dhabi or Dubai. There are certain angles. You're not allowed to take pictures of a certain structure over there because mm-hmm. it looks like a cross. Interesting. So maybe what what's going on here is that you're you know from a certain point of view you're just wrong
0: i see okay you
1: know so what you're... i mean like maybe if maybe you're coming at it from the right and 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 if you came from you know let's say you're coming from the, the south mm-hmm. if you're coming from the east maybe you'd get a different you know angle on how, it. how
0: do buildings get narrower and wider that's what i didn't understand
1: well, it's all about perspective, and you know, if if you have a dolly lens, are you familiar with dolly? A dolly lens, yes. D A L I. Yes. So I believe a, a dolly lens would would create the effect that you're looking for. It would completely. Well, they've already you know confirmed that physics don't matter <laughs> with, with Riva being able to run down a hall uh, faster than Leia mm-hmm. somehow. and and getting to the end of the the hallway before her, which still defies any logic to me. Right.
0: So I'm going with a simple Occam's razor here that this was just two different animators who uh, screwed up. And uh, because if if you really look at it uh, at face value, you really have to make a pretty incredible argument to say that this is the same render of the same building. Um, and I'm pretty sure that if people are trying to do that, it's generally because they are not capable of, uh, accepting the reality that this show is a pile of garbage.
1: Well, it could also be that they didn't talk to each other because they don't like each other because of something that happened back in junior high, right? These two artists, I mean, they actually, with the pandemic, I heard about this, the pandemic, um, Everybody was being, you know, forced to do Zoom meetings. And these people actually had in their contract that they should never be in the same room and discuss things ever. And then when the pandemic happened, the Zoom meetings, like, kicked on and started, like, picking up all these people. And then these two people saw each other, and they hate each other because somebody flushed the toilet at a party, and they didn't realize (laughs) that it ran, and it ruined an entire record collection. Ooh, yes. And that guy doesn't want anything to do with them ever again. Mm. So that's what happened and he's like i don't care this is the way that i'm doing it because this is the this is my vision this is my vision right. and the other guy's like that's your vision
0: <laughs> nice well, vision in any case we would love to thank top guam maverick ghost wubbers for his astute wubbers. and salient response that was um presented so intelligently and and rhetorically uh, demonstrably sound uh, technique on Twitter. If you'd like to get on my Twitter feed at Stromduber, you can definitely weigh in on this, you know, galactic argument about the integrity of this show's special effects and uh, CGI renderings, because the universe does hang in the balance.
1: Well, speaking of that, we haven't even finished the wrap-up.
0: I know, I know, but that was so important. I just, I wanted to make sure I didn't forget about it because I did promise, um, uh, you know, Ghost Webbers that I would, uh, you know, um, recount his discourse because it was delivered so um, captivatingly. And I was so uh, personally affected by it um, deep deep in my core, you know, that I just wanted to give him credibility and get that message out there for everyone
1: you should have just replied back to him with nanners or nanners. nanny nanny boo boo <laughs> nanny nanny boo boo I was gonna head yeah, doo-doo. Post, a,
0: post a picture of some diapers with some Johnson's uh, no tears shampoo or something and ask him what his address was so I could send it to him uh, but yeah in any case, apparently, some people like the show, and I am ruining their life by pointing out catastrophic flaws with it. I just, I'm sorry I have that effect on people.
1: No, I want to, I, let me, I, I want to get into it and why Do I, it. I, I love this now. I actually love the show okay, now okay, because go for it. So, I, so I totally so episode understand. Episode five,
0: episode five, which I will say was the best of the five so far. Oh, 100%. So
1: once you realize that this entire show should just be called Reva, third sister, Quagmire, whatever the hell, that, or Swart, Swarbin, Svar Svar though. What what the hell is her last? She has like a last name
0: apparently. Reva McIntyre.
1: We can't say that because she doesn't look Irish. You know, that's true. She doesn't have red hair. She's not Reva McIntyre. She's not. Her name has. She actually has a name. like
0: Redemption. You know, he's like. Maybe it's because I'm Irish.
1: Yeah. There you go. I don't know. All I'm I'm saying is that once you look at it from that perspective and you realize that they are completely just retconning the entire Vader uh, icon villain, and they're just doing the whole poetry and the cyclic thing, and they're bringing back, like, again, they're bringing back the Leia torture. It's like, you know, first first Reva got a, a shot at Leia, and then her dad gets a shot at her like about, you know, seven years later. So yeah, once you realize that, it's just this is just the Riva show. I mean, we're, we're just all watching the Riva show. So once you understand that, the arc and everything starts to make a lot more sense. So I've been seeing since day one when I saw the Younglings and the run scene and everything like that, I was like, oh, she's she third sister is definitely one of the younglings. million Now percent. we weren't we weren't clear on her motivations, right? There was some people that were thinking that uh, they were that she was uh, just completely seduced by the dark side. And she was angry at Obi-Wan because he betrayed her at some point And he want, she wanted revenge on Obi-Wan. And it turns out Obi-Wan was just another piece of the puzzle. Because what happens is, in the end of episode four, she actually does the old, oh, they obviously let us get away. It's the only thing that makes any sense, right? From A New Hope, which is exactly what happened. She let them get away. She, she uses Lola, the uh, droid, to um, spy on them. And understand, you know, uh, where they are and all this other stuff.
0: Can I but, just say that I called that from the second it happened. I was like, won't you please do a little scan of your ship for bugs? Because clearly right. Batteries Not Included is going to screw up the plot somehow next episode.
1: Oh, for sure. So. When you saw her handling it, you you knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, she's not going to fix it out of the kindness of her heart no so she uh and it's kind of sad because this guy wade died i guess and i liked his hat he had a cool hat i'd like to see that on faking star wars at some point some variation of that um you know justice for wade for real let's put that on faking star wars just get that on that merch justice for wade nice nice soft cover as we say in the marines nice soft cover there nice Mm. uh you know tribute to him Because now he's a soldier. He died a soldier, right? So, yeah, he dies. And then episode five starts with basically um, everything is coming into culmination now. Obi-Wan is like holed up in this weird, like mining thing or something. I don't know. Some kind of refugee establishment. For some reason, Kumar is back. And now he thinks he's a Jedi again. He's like, oh, I really know what being a Jedi is like now because I'm being pursued by, you know, Darth Vader and all these guys. So unfortunately they went a little too far with Lola in my opinion, because they made her not only able to like spy on them, but she's also goes on like an, a sabotage mission and like takes out the door that allows them to escape. And they're waiting to go on a trade route to get the hell out of there. They've been waiting like eight months to get out of there. Um And Leia doesn't seem to mind that Lola is missing, you know, and then you find out, that Reva's entire agenda was to use Obi-Wan to bring Vader there alone so she could kill Vader, but she didn't account for the fact that Vader's not an idiot, even though he played one in episode three.
0: (laughs) Even though he sucks at playing hide and seek, he's totally immune to like secret (laughs) assassination attempts.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he had a soft spot for Obi-Wan. I don't know, but it sure didn't seem like it in episode three, but he does not have a soft spot for Reva. Now, my question is after watching this episode, my question is when did Vader know that Reva was the youngling? I think from the get go i think he's known i the think entire that time. We're,
0: we're meant to think that he always kind of knew because he he shows up at the end spoilers with uh, yeah. rupert murdoch or whatever his name is uh what's his rupert name friend rupert friend uh bald grand inquisitor Baldi. yeah grand inquisitor and it's like this big gotcha moment so clearly mm-hmm. they knew something was up but but who knows how the grand inquisitor su- survives uh, being struck with a lightsaber and is like totally okay in two Yeah, days. no, apparently getting Completely run through with a lightsaber is not that yet, big of a deal. Yet Vader... It cauterizes
1: though. So if you miss the heart, I guess technically you could, re- you know, preserve uh, a lot of the good organs there as long as you don't get run through the heart. It reminded me, it was, it was very similar to Aven- Avengers um, uh, Infinity War where Tony Stark gets run through and you're like, oh, he's dead. That's yeah. what I thought. But he doesn't die. Uh, you know, getting run through is not that big a deal. I mean, Excalibur,
0: apparently not.
1: No, you I know. Mean,
0: If you get burnt, though, you know, in Mustafar, you have to spend 15 years in a bacta to tank uh, to recover from your injuries, even after getting everything bionically reattached. But run through your guts with a lightsaber, eh? You know, it's fine. You just you know take twice. A, take take a long lunch. Take a long twice because
1: that happened to her as a kid. I've heard some theories about that. Grogu might have been uh, responsible for healing her.
0: She got hit, she got run through as a kid too?
1: Yeah, that was the, that was the really dynamic, dramatic, cool thing in this episode, in episode five. When she sees him running her through, that's uh-huh. exactly what she saw as a kid, and that's when he said, youngling, right as he stabbed her, he's like, I remember you.
0: But I thought the implication was that somehow she survived or she ran away or, you know. Did that was actually, the initial
1: like, implication, but then when you see she says, that she's no, no, reliving I think it.
0: I, th- I actually do think you're wrong, Teab. I, I, I think you're wrong because I remember her saying that she had to hide under the dead bodies of the She younglings. said she
1: survived and she had to hide under the dead bodies. The it's implication there being that work. she
0: wasn't injured. Like, I think she actually did not get run through twice. I, I think that you're being a little bit over-speculatory uh, there.
1: I disagree. I will agree to never agree <laughs> with you ever again. Well, in fact, if this you, is the uh, end of the podcast. Have did I
0: say? T- t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. if you take the side of T, don't but ever disagree with me. Maybe that's I'll make my a one poll condition. here about this and put it on Twitter. Who is oh. correct? How many times did Riva get run through? Did she get D P'd or did she get? Oh just my hit God! Once? You're gonna have to bleep you know? that, brother. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll actually make this poll, but I'll make it in my mind. So, um, yeah, this no, was no, okay. you're wrong. you no, that's really brilliant. Actually, that's yeah.
1: really funny. You got to leave it in there in some capacity. But no, right. I, this is my theory. She was run through. She survived and she hid those things happen in war i you know war crimes uh sure bad places they you get shot and you're not dead but you hide under the bodies it's (laughs) it happens i think she was reliving that exact moment i don't think this is the only question Mm -hmm. i have and this this you can put the to the to the twitterverse or the the universe when did darth vader know that it was her because here's, there's two theories. One, he knew all along, and he was just toying with her because he likes to do that kind of stuff. Or two, he only found out when, he, uh, when the Grand Inquisitor said, oh, yeah, by the way, Reva ran me through with the lightsaber, and then yeah. he put everything together.
0: That's what I'm thinking. That makes more that sense. That makes more
1: sense, because otherwise he would just be an idiot. And we know Darth Vader is not a space ball. He's not you know, as dumb as Dark Helmet, I mean, except for that one thing he did.
0: It would seem to be strange to just keep around somebody who you know is a traitor for hundreds, you know, dozens of years or however long it was, just for the one chance that you will possibly get attacked by them on a cave planet uh called Jabim like 10 years later that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um I did like I did like Jabim. I did like the plot of Vader coming in and, and finding Obi-Wan and luring him in like a snake. Um you know that was very cool. The the only thing about that was all of the good things of that episode exactly mirrored the plot of the third reel of The Last Jedi. Um and I don't think that people are going to like the fact that I'm pointing that out, but we had basically the exact same plot line. People stuck in a cave. The empire comes with a big gun and they try to blow it up. There's some fake fight between the big baddie and the real baddie. Um, And then they try to escape through, uh, you know, some,
1: well, unlike the last Jedi, the empire, apparently, you know, the, the first order has (sighs) the empire, Darth Vader, He has got to be the worst leader for follow-through in the existence of, you know, fiction or whatever. Because he sends two assault craft to go and, you know, do a siege or knock down this door. Which, by the way, Riva goes through in five seconds with her lightsaber anyway. Let's not even mention that. But he doesn't use... Any aerial cover at all. He doesn't send any TIE fighters. It's like he forgot that he had TIE fighters. It's like the gas prices are so high, he can't send a couple of freaking TIE fighters out just on the off chance that the rebels might be able to get away (laughs) with the transport. I mean, (laughs) talk about fail. Yeah. It's again, it's almost like he's trying to let them get away. That's the only thing that would make any sense unless he, you know, he's either a complete idiot. Or he just likes toying with people. Like this is like his. This is what how he gets his jollies. He's like, oh, this sucks. I'm bored out of my mind. I've been on this castle with my space hemorrhoids, dealing with you know <laughs> bugs eating my face for the last ten years, and now I just am gonna toy with all these people because he can like really understand because all the little midichlorians are talking to him. Hey Darth Vader, this is what's about to happen, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's. We uh, need to make that canon. The Midichlorians talk just like, you know, like Member Berry's like,
0: hey, Dot Beta, I'm Midichlorian, Midichlorian Mike. And I'm not going to tell you. When you me- yeah, Hi, remember when you were the chosen one? I'm Remember when you're going to bring Bass to the Force? What did it have <laughs> with that? <laughs> Why are you such an a hole? <laughs> you're like a barbecued bitch. <laughs> well, it's interesting you say that, Teeb, you know, um, because I have a little clip here from uh, a YouTuber. This is, uh, again, we want to listen to this guy, Disparu, because his opinions are very tangential and very, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, controversial, shall we say. But he has a little uh, clip here that I'd like to see what your opining character has to respond to this. Are you ready?
1: I am not a character, but I will give an opinion. I'm a human. I'm not a human. I'm whatever the hell I am. I never remember what I am. Zusk, Zarsk? Some of the Z.
2: Now, you would think that you could go three minutes without contradicting your own plot. You'd be wrong, because Obi-Wan walks over to the big boss and says, Hey mate, that transport we just came in on, we need it because we've got to go back to Alderaan. And you're like, why didn't you go back to Alderaan before? Don't worry about that. Don't think, turn your brain off and just consume, all right? We've had enough of your sort coming over here, destroying our amazing TV shows that don't make any sense. But the boss just says, oh yeah, sure, you can have it. As long as we get all of these people out here first, they've been waiting for months and now we've only got a few hours to get them out. You what? Remember at this point, they don't realize the empire is coming. They're saying they only have a few hours because a trade route is closing. One which they waited months to use. Seriously, them smuggling people's like me doing homework. You just wait till the last few minutes And then rush it. Remember though. They have two ships. Why doesn't Obi-Wan take the first one. And everyone else gets in the second one. And you just leave. Potential thumbnail number one. Now, the audience isn't supposed to know there's a second ship here, but Obi-Wan can see it in front of him, but instead of, like, commenting on it, all he says is... We'll do whatever we can to help. You moron. All right, all right, let's hurry it up. Leave anything you don't need. This guy's waited months, and now he's like, hurry up, folks, come on, we can't wait forever. Meanwhile, Darth Vader is chasing Doctor Who, but Vader tells Reaver to lock the base down, and she's like, if we seal it up, they'll hold out for days. I'd love to know how that's possible when you can just annihilate them from orbit. But Vader doesn't care, he's just like, it's not them we have to break meaning Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know what would break Obi-Wan Kenobi? Annihilating him from orbit. Let's see, it deflects those. what little evil piece of merch is on the move, and you can tell it's evil because it's glowing red. My favorite thing about Obi-Wan Kenobi is its subtlety. At no point has Leia wondered why its light has suddenly gone red and made it evil. Even in our world, hackers try to cover their tracks.
0: So what do you think, there are a couple points mainly talking about the, uh, the escape, as it were, from a Jabim and the ineptitude of the path.
1: Okay. First, let me just say about the trade routes. Trade routes are, are are a little finicky, especially under the new empire. It isn't like they're open for months and then you can jump into them. I think it's like it's like a, you know, a fart in the wind. It's like you got to go when, when you go. When the Star Destroyers all um, go
0: to drink cappuccinos, then that's your window.
1: Right. I mean, you don't want to be out there when they're they're, you know, doing patrols and and doing exercises and putting on the little Putin hats <laughs> and doing little Putin things you know you want to you want to make sure you're you're you know you're doing it when 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 you have a a good window so i don't that that doesn't bother me that didn't bother me i didn't see the second ship at all by the way and maybe the second ship was under repairs. There could be a, a billion different things. You can easily one line that off as. But didn't they because, use the second blah. ship to escape? The thing that bothered me was. Didn't they use the second ship that? Then
0: to escape? Yeah, they did. But Wild they might have they're fixed under it. attack, doesn't that seem a bit odd?
1: Seems a bit like hmm. they'd be motivated. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I I didn't like it. I felt very tacked on and artificially dramatic to me. That you've got this group of people that have just been hunkering down on this planet for several months for no reason and can't escape, like. Star Wars is all about smuggling and getting people from where they, from point A to point B secretly without the Empire knowing about it. I mean, surely this is total ineptitude.
1: It happens in war. You only have certain, uh, you know, opportunities when they present themselves. You have to take them. And again, you could easily, you could easily explain that one away. That didn't bother me as much as when Reva explains Mm -hmm. the Vader where they are and then he says lock down the facility how does he have the ability to do that because of batteries not included because of a tiny little droid so he's so in like like he like understands the intricacies of like like how does he know that this tiny little droid is going to be able to lock down an entire number
0: they had a blueprint how easy is it to lock down and semiconductors and all her little bits and bats and tools and tools and what's its and gizmos also,
1: when they were designing Lola, did they have, like, an evil mode in mind? Is that why they put a red light in it? It's like, oh, make sure we put a red light in it in case anybody ever puts a, you know, a detainer bolt on it that's also some kind of, you know, controlling device. And Where is we'll Babu make it red.
0: Freak when you need make him sure you or have her or whatever creature? Like, oh, Bobby Freak would have Freak been great in into this. that little electrical closet and could have, like, yes. easily scurried around, found Lola... Change the chip and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, instead they have to rely yeah. on this inept, like, you know, p- pretentious 10-year-old ten-year-old. who cares A more about, girl like, again. you know, letting people know that she can't be bothered than, you know, actually trying to help the cause. Um, so yeah, Babu Freak, man, he would have, uh, I guess without Babu Freak, they had a plot, you know, if they did have Babu Freak, Babu Freak would have solved everything in 30 seconds and there would have been no show. So I do understand why Babu Freak was not intended.
1: He could, he, he could, it might've even taken him a while, right? Like maybe it took him like a, some time. I, that would have been cool though. Instead of having Leia be like, you know, super Leia let like, I honest. do everything. the reason everything. why it's they like...
0: had Leia do it because they had no, they had nothing else for her character to do in this episode. Like, there literally was nothing yeah, for her to They're do, like... so let's put her in the mode of being a union electrician because, you know, that's a thing that 10-year-olds know how to do. <laughs> Ridiculous. I, that's just the thing, Teeb. Over and over and over again, this show just leaps grand canyons of credibility um, at the same time while it's bleeding from a femoral artery in terms of its relevance, and it's like... Just basic story captivation
1: but couldn't you couldn't you pick apart all of the Star Wars movies even the O not OTs? in this way
0: I don't think so because they're they are resting on
1: it never bothered you that R2 could literally just stick his dick in something and spin it around
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, to me that makes sense right because that's how droids interface with computers in this world that's just how it happens right it, 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 it <laughs> that's what droids do is they interact with computers and they they talk and, and that's the it's like a USB port you know that that makes sense there's nothing weird about that what, what, okay. is, what is weird okay. about this show is that right. they but, just the the writing is so it's like it's like they they look at the end and like what do we need to have happen? oh, well, we need to we need a show where Leia can mm-hmm. do something and we need a show where this can happen. And they just like go backwards and they don't use a whiteboard and they just come up with this bizarre situation and they borrow so heavily from everything else that you're not really watching a show. It's like these very wispy, ephemeral allusions to everything that you've seen in Star Wars before to make it feel somehow like it fits. But at the end of the day, there's nothing interesting about it. I... I can't remember being more bored like watching a Star Wars. Like, even when I watched the prequels, I at least hated them with a passion. You know, like there were, there were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you I saw them nine the, times, um, right? You the saw those. The weekings, or I'm sorry. Phantom Menace nine I times, the Phantom even though didn't like five it. Nine times in a day and a half. And, and, and if, I, if I had felt this way about that, I would have not even gone again. But I went because not you know, maybe I didn't like it, but at least it had something that made me angry to the point that I wanted to see it again, You know, just to see, is it really that bad? Is it really whatever? With this show, I didn't even care. Like, I know it's bad. I know it's going to be stupid. And, and it's, just, it's just so ridiculous that we're having to discuss this show.
1: Okay, but what about, what about the confrontation with Vader and Reva? You had to like I mean, that.
0: I mean, like, I like the fact that Reva has her own story, that she has an arc. I mean, I think it's cool that she used to be...
1: No, I mean the actual battle. Oh, like where Vader like,
0: throws her around like a rag doll with a force. That was pretty cool.
1: I mean, the the way that that played out was pretty cool, I thought. Like, how he pulls the ship at first and, you know, and he rips at the yes. shreds. And you think that uh, that he's gotten them and, and the, the whole misdirect thing with the second ship. I thought that was brilliant because I didn't see the second ship. And when it happened, I was like, how the hell are they going to get out of this one? Because he just stopped, you know, and we never saw that until Ray did it, you know, for us in our chrono, you know, in real life. We had never seen was, anybody was do the that, I do Was the second ship think, inside? In Wars. Wars. I didn't
0: really quite understand what happened there. When he pulls the first ship to the ground, he, it looks to me like he destroys it, too.
1: No, it was it, yeah. behind it, I think. So it's like they went into the other ship, and, you know, it, it reminded me of a Dan Brown novel where, you know, <laughs> there's, like, an airport scene, and the guy, like, he, they land, and they get out, And then they get back into the plane or something and they make the guy think that they Mm. had just landed, but they had actually gotten out like before that. So they just kind of rolled the plane. It was that same same kind of like we're going to trick them into thinking one thing and, you know, yeah, the exact opposite is actually what's going on. So that was cool. But the really cool thing to me was the fight itself, like how it played out, how he went. She went to attack him and the whole time he knew like he, he saw this coming a mile away just he like he had it all prepared it's like he's
0: watching his own show just like us
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like breaks the thing apart he breaks the you know he, she does she does that spinny thing and he's like that's cute and he like stops it i was like oh that's cool and then he like takes the thing from her and he breaks it in half and then he throws her the lightsaber that was like, cool let's go. That he's like yeah let's actually <laughs> Let me see fight. what you got yeah, no i agree that was that, cool that was a
0: duel that, that was vader-esque yeah, yeah
1: yeah exactly and then when he's got her dead to rights and he just runs her through and she's reliving that moment from when she was a kid to me that that was powerful that was good writing so i will <laughs> overlook a lot of the filler crap that they put no i will you know i will overlook a lot of the filler crap that they put in there like Leia running around in the vents and everything just giving her something to do like to your point but this is a show this is not a like a movie so they have to put a bunch of filler crap in very similar to the the book of Boba Fett when he takes his lizard trip you know and he builds a stick I mean honestly who needed to see that crap but they put it in there because it's a show and they have to flesh it out I think maybe the Mandalorian is the best show at not Putting a bunch of unbelievable garbage in it, and that's Jon Favreau. I think that Jon Favreau gets this is what people want to see. Let's give them what they want. Let's get there. Let's make sure it makes sense well, as much it's as possible. Well,
0: because the Mandalorian exists on the peripherals of everything about Star Wars, right? I mean, whereas opposed, to this is like this rooted is in, in all of this is in, the in, Skywalker the saga pancreas of Star Wars. You know, it's not in the heart of Star Wars, but it's in the pancreas, yeah. and it's trying to open up the innards of Star Wars and redefine them and relive them and that's a stupid thing to try to do because you're just going to dissect it and and, and it's like this, this really is like Star Wars vivisection to me it's like watching in seventh grade, it's like watching your, your Indian uh, partner trying to explain to you how to dissect this frog without cutting through the heart and guts and spilling everything. And I just had to say to my, my partner, I am very sorry. I cannot do this. You know, that's sort of how I feel too watching this show. It, it really is like watching live vivisection of something that you hold near and dear to your heart. I'll never forgive them. I'll never forgive them to you.
1: Wow. So you love like frogs?
0: Frog. Yeah, they're lovely. They're a great little animal. Kermit, oh, Kermit, Yoda. for yeah, sure, absolutely. Kermit's a good and frog. Yoda, you know, Yoda true. likes eat frogs, or at least Grogu Well, okay, so let's just admit that this show started very poorly. Um, I think you would agree with me there. Episode five, definitely the best. Also predictable, very, very predictable. Yes. I don't care too much about that if the story is captivating, and I did like. I mean, let's be honest. What's the best scene in this, in the whole show, is that scene between the wall with Obi Wan and Riva, right? When they're talking and when everything is made plain. I mean, that that to me was the best uh, part of the show so far, um, because you do see Obi Wan doing what Obi Wan does, right? He's using the Force, he's using what he knows about human nature and psychology to try to jujitsu his way to success and he's using people's weaknesses against them just like he did against anakin um he used anakin's pride and anakin's desire for victory against him well here he's using reva's invaders against each other and so that that was a brilliant aspect of his character so let's say that he he has improved in how he's been characterized in this episode but where is it going
1: why didn't he help Reva defeat Vader? I, I think Vader? he
0: knew that that wouldn't work. I think he knew.
1: Why didn't he just put Leia on that transport and stick around and actually confront Vader with Reva if he really wanted to see Vader dealt with? I don't think he wants, like, like that's because what she I said, he right? Needed... She said, do we want the same thing? No, she said, do we want the same thing? Do you want Anakin Skywalker dead? Because that's what I want. And it was clear that they were on divergent paths
0: because he doesn't want to kill Vader. So so that makes sense that she, you know, he knew that, that she wouldn't accept that he was going to be able to team up with her. So he knew he had to turn himself in and use himself as bait and play to her own sense of, you know, what she's trying to accomplish in order to get uh, that to happen.
1: You know what bothers me about this entire series? How many times does Obi-Wan just give up? Yeah, that's true. Every episode, I think,
0: maybe at this point. Yeah, so what's going to happen in the next episode, team? This is the real question that everyone wants to know because we only have one to go. uh, Unless you believe the hype that there's going to be a second episode, a second season.
1: Well, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. Reva is going to join the Rebellion. She's going to create a new network of reformed Jedi. Uh, We'll call them reformed force sensitives. She's going to help... uh, retrieve you know the all the force sensitive kids and and redeem herself she needs to have a a a redemption at some point if they're not going to do it in the next episode they're going to set up for her show that she's going to ultimately have and that will be her entire redemption but there's definitely going to be space bears there's going to be some kind of little tiny you know, organic, environmental, there's going to be an environmental element versus technological element play out in a major way with with minor stature characters. So you're going to have like, you know, uh, Lilliputians, essentially, space Lilliputians, like uh, little furries, little, 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 you know, Ewok type creatures, because you have to have, at this point, everything rhymes. I mean, hell, it could actually be Ewoks. Why not? Maybe this is the second time that they've encountered him. Because if it's going to be just like Return of the Jedi, well, then we know somebody's going to have to die, though, right? Somebody has to die Leia, at the end.
0: Leia. Leia So who will, will die. die? Yeah. <laughs> we will die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> little Leia. Well, this is the thing, though. They're setting up that for Tatooine, right? So everything's going to culminate in the little Tatooine. shot of Luke. Now, we know this because Luke, right? They show Luke sleeping. Um, very similar to Ben, by the way. To when ben was asleep mm-hmm. and vulnerable i don't know if there was any intent on that but Luke's that's what his it copy reminded of Play, me of playboy, um playboy playboy
0: under his pillow there thinking all is well in the universe as a preadolescent you know but no little does he know <laughs> that a sith inquisitress is going to run into his hut and face battle with his father and obi-wan kenobi
1: no 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 he... He does not have a Playboy under there because Playboys are, you know, they're not obscene oh, enough. What he has is he has a, um, a teacher's guidebook <laughs> for 2022, the indoctrination <laughs> of children. Right, right.
0: It is. Because that's that way is, more that obscene than that Playboy ever could be. Well, so we know. So if it happened on Tatooine, if, if they, I mean, T.V., what are you going to do if Darth Vader meets Luke in this show? Like, would they possibly have the guts to do something so bad as that?
1: I think this might be the last time we see Dark Darth Vader hmm. in this series. I don't know why. I just have this gut feeling like this is the last we're going to see of him because they've shown their shark. What are they going to do now? I mean, they've, they've already... Let's I'm hearing music in my brain. Going. I'm sorry. I'm hearing Babu Freak in my head. Can I pause. Um, I don't know. I mean, my God, if they do that, I don't know. (laughs) I would be so stupid. (laughs) And I have heard people say this, like, uh, so Darth Vader is going to find out that Luke Skywalker exists on Tatooine and how is that going to be redeemable, uh, you know, against the canon time travel? No, again, he's, this is Reba's story. Remember that this is Reba's story. Reva is the one that has the information. She's not about to tell Darth Vader. He's gone. Darth Vader, again, zero follow through. Leaves her for the ever loving womp rats, right? He's like, <laughs> I don't care. Let rats eat her at this point. I just ran her through. This time it'll take. It didn't take the first time when she was a youngling. But this time, I feel better. I think I got her this time. I'm not going to you know, swing twice and make sure I kill her. So we know she's gonna, she finds out about Luke on Tatooine. I, they freaking Ar- friggin' organa mentions luke's name for crying out loud i mean Bale, yeah. wasn't he the boy did i miss that that he him. yeah luke on tatooine it's like like he didn't know that like if you're in intel you don't talk about things that are known between the two of you right like you're not going to be like hey you know the secret <laughs> mountain facility we work in in norway yeah that place that we work at that is totally secret and nobody's supposed to know about it and the Germans built it. Yeah. Remember that cool place? Yeah. Let's never talk about that, but no, they're going to be like, Hey, I'll see you at headquarters. Right? Like you're, you're going to be cryptic. You're not going to give away any information.
0: Apparently you usually do. Although, I mean, let's think about this. I mean, BB eight, he gave away the, the uh, location of the rebellions base in the force awakens uh, just because you know, the, the characters begged him to. So there is a precedent for um, the rebels being very stupid with their intel.
1: Well, there's a lot of stupidity in space, obviously, you know, there's, it's a vacuum. So I guess there's like a vacuum of intelligence as well. (laughs) Literally intelligence, like, you know, military intelligence, like there's a lot of stupidity. I mean, my God, they've, they've eventually essentially got Vader as, you know, he's almost essentially a, a mustache twirling buffoon at this point, right? Like, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, if they put him in the next episode, if they put him in the last episode, one, it would shock me, and two, it would be completely pointless. You you might see him at the end, like you know, brooding, folding his arms like he does, and brooding at at some point, and then they're gonna set up for like Riva's next, you know, series or whatever. But you're not gonna see him in action. You're not gonna see him out in the field anymore that's my like, Something, prediction
0: something's wrong something's wrong Tebe something's wrong
1: yeah little Mike, yeah. midichlorian Mike's like hey hey guess what remember, remember Luke Skywalker remember that guy you're supposed to go see that kid remember? remember well guess what the bad so, girl she knows so what so final is. predictions
0: She's here this dead. is what I think is going to happen in the last episode the The caravan of yeah. um, the path is going to arrive on Alderaan. Yeah, the, <laughs> the caravan, caravan of The, of path, you know? the yeah, caravan of yeah, 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 yeah. the ca- caravan of courage of the path. Isn't <laughs> that isn't that one of the Ewok movies? Yeah, so caravan of, the, courage caravan of, of the courageous path is going to arrive. Um, you know, Wilford Brimley is going to show up too. Hopefully, um, and they're going <laughs> to yes, with donkeys. And that remember, guy, donkeys Teak, or cannons. Teak the speedster. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Teak. He could I, he I could like exist Cicada in this
1: timeline character.
0: Um, so, all right. So the, the path is going to show up on Alderaan. Bail Organa is going like, to like too much fanfare. Welcome home. His adopted daughter and be like, Oh, you're safe. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy. And she's going to be like, Mr. Obi-Wan Ben, he did everything good, but also it was really me who saved the day. I guarantee you there's a condescending scene where Leia like takes down <laughs> Kenobi's like brilliance and abilities. Like I guarantee it. And Bail is going to give him like a knowing glance, like, Yes, we are just men, but women have all the uh, righteous power, you know? And and that's just (laughs) going to happen, man. I guarantee it. And then... Kenobi is gonna like. Oh God, you're right. You know, I know you're gonna right. be That's like, "Hey, Obi Wan, totally won't right. you stay for dinner? <laughs> we have this lovely, uh, you know, ten course meal uh, prepared." And Obi Wan's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't, th- I don't think so. I, I must return to my desert cave. It's urgent. All of a sudden, it's too urgent to even have a meal. You know, uh, something that was important enough to him that he had to leave. Uh, you know, immediately." But now all of a sudden he's got to get back. He's gonna get back to Tatooine, and he's gonna be like, ah, oh, you know, I should really check up on on the uh, the person I'm supposed to uh, take care of. He's gonna go check up on Luke. Um, Owen Lars is gonna be there with his uh, six, uh, you know, his six gun or his um, twelve gauge, and he's gonna be like, get the heck off our moisture farm, Obi Wan, or I'm gonna blow your head off. And Obi Wan's gonna be like. You don't understand, Owen. I have seen things in the galaxy now. We must train the boy, Owen. And Owen is gonna be like, ah, no, I just, I need this kid to harvest moisture. Get the heck out of here, Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan's gonna be like, you will never forgive yourself, Owen. You will be burnt to a crisp if you don't allow me to train the lad. And, uh, there's gonna be a bit of back and forth. He's like, and besides, Owen, I guarantee you that a Jedi Inquisitor is going to come and try to destroy your farm. And Anyway, and then uh, that's what's going to happen. You know, there's going to be a a very cool scene on Mustafar. Vader's going to be like, where is he for the 19th time? And is going to, this time, her excuse is going to be like, oh, he got away because the battery's not included, droid. Screw it, screw it up. And then Vader's going to be like, go find him or you will be run through again or something like that. The grand... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, right, she's right. not but working it's, uh, with yeah, somehow, him anymore. Dude. Somehow, yeah. Uh, maybe she's she's going to be like, I'm going <laughs> to go find Red him Red and con, I'm going <laughs> to use him as bait to get back to Vader. Or, or Vader's going to be like, Grand Inquisitor, I I sense something. I think that when I tried to kill Riva, I didn't use my skills enough. I should have decapitated the bitch. Uh, you know. And the Grand Inquisitor is gonna be like, oh, I geez. have Asperger's syndrome. I don't care. And then you know, they they're gonna somehow <laughs> one or two of them, probably both of them, uh, of the Inquisitor is gonna end up on Tatooine. Maybe the Inquisitor will use a similar Lola droid to track. Riva, they're both going to end up at the hovel, at uh, at Luke's little uh, moisture farm, there, um, they're gonna kill Luke. They're gonna kill um, uh, Auntie M. Sorry, not Auntie M. Uh, they're gonna kill Owen, Lars, and Aunt Beru, Aunt Beru. and they're gonna kill Obi Wan Kenobi, and then we're gonna find out that it was all a dream, uh, <laughs> inside Bactanikin's back to tank, <laughs> and none of it happened, and it's gonna make perfect sense then, and we're gonna love the show. Uh, that's what's gonna happen. I guarantee it. Plot for plot, bit for bit, beat for beat, you heard it here first.
1: No, no little space. I, bears? I might
0: throw in some space bears just to spice it up.
1: I mean, if it's a dream for Anakin, shouldn't he have a couple of space bears in there? I mean, like teddy bears,
0: you know. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. I, I will not. I'm not going to make a declaration one way or the other on the space bears. Oh,
1: you think he has? Do you think he has <laughs> wet dreams about
0: Padme? It's like, oh. Right uh, Back, in your your you back take is wet looking dreams? a little cloudy. What? We're gonna have to run it through a filtration process.
1: <laughs> wet dreams, he's wet dreams. It writes itself because he's in uh, water. In. Wet dreams. You can dream. always count on Teab
0: for the grossest joke of the episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's my that's yeah. my my thing, man. Oh dear, man. That's oh, dear. Oh, dear. I well, that's I, I mean, now that we're making more jokes about Vader's uh uh barbecued sausage, um, teeb, I think that that is. <laughs> A nice place to end this episode. Um, tell the fans where they can find us, T. Benader.
1: You can follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at Real Faking Star Wars. And if you want to submit a question for us on Twitter, use the hashtag FSW Radio, and we may read it next week or just reply to us. And uh, Anytime you text
0: anything on Twitter to any of us, we will try to make you feel ridiculous about yourself. Um, you can also get great official FSW t-shirts and great gear at bit.ly fswmerch That's bit.ly slash FSW merch. And if you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at StormDuper
1: and also make sure you follow our other co-host vegan the hut he's great on twitter as well and you can follow me on twitter at T tbrontor that's t-e-e-b-r-o-n-t-r and follow fsw radio on twitter and instagram as well oh also i've just started playing around with tiktok so i'm also on tiktok very as T Brontor.
0: i love it <laughs> are you doing not the dance really it's on there
1: no, I did use some AI art, though, to um, render myself, and it thinks I'm a, a bunch of cardboard boxes. So you can take a look at uh, what the AI art, starry AI. I mean, thinks that seems that pretty accurate. I mean, like, your
0: personality uh, and looks are basically that of wet cardboard. So, yeah. Um, if you like what you hear and want to support us, please get onto our Patreon at patreon.com/fakingstarwars. Sign up to become a patron. It only costs a buck a month, and by supporting us fakers financially, we will be able to keep making the great content that you love. And you get rewards for joining. You can also be like Darth Taxis and Keith Harmon, who maintain their status as Jedi Knights, and we'd love to have a longer list there. And if you haven't written us a review, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, PodChaser, or your Podcast platform of choice. It really helps us appear when people search for Star Wars on their podcast app. And if you write us a funny review, I promise to read it on the next episode.
1: One more thing before we go. We recently merged Discords with the one and only Camray of Camray Semi Productions. Head to bit. Head to Lee forward slash Camray Discord to join in on discussions about all things Star Wars, cat memes, Reddit. Mistakes and, and keep it more. tuned to
0: FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and all our followers for listening. And of course, Teeb. may the foe be with you. See you next time.
1: Yes, and remember Justice for Wade and Justice for Tala. Let's not forget oh, poor Tala. She gave her life for tourism and trinkets.
0: Justice for Lola also.
1: Yeah, Lola, she's fine. She got reprogrammed. It was just like a little you know, a little magnet it was stuck to her wing. She's fine.
0: Thanks for listening. Please write a review for this show on iTunes or Podchaser and be sure to visit fakingstarwars.net slash podcasts for more shows on our network.